Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sunday special. We've got a very fun special for you guys today, and back by popular demand is our man Dalton. Dalton, won't you say hello to all the people again? Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? It was very similar than your uh, your last hello. You've been working on that one. Uh, I got to change it up every time, man. <laughs> got to keep it fresh. And well done, sir. This is going to be Sunday special <laughs> number 14. And we are going to be talking about, uh, what was that game that came out a little while ago? Final Fantasy Sun. I don't remember. Oh, man. Was it but, Adventure? Yeah, that, no, that was that it. Was Final Fantasy Adventure for the Game Boy. That's, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. God, I've been waiting years to talk about that. Everybody has. Everybody. So, yeah, we'll talk a little about Remake. Um, uh, we're going to be doing this kind of a little bit different, though, because... Uh, Dalton, you have not played the game, but you are currently playing through the original. Is that right? That is right. Excellent. So we're going to have two different kind of perspective on things, and uh, you're but you you do plan to play it here uh, here very soon, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely on my to play list right after right after Trials of Mana. Gotcha. Oh yeah, that's that's another one. Man, Square Enix. I tell you, they hit us hard with these two remakes two weeks apart. It's 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 hard on a gamer. Oh, I know, man. I know, man. And, and Charles Amana came out today. Yes. Today. So, so I am just like, woo. And, and if you're like me, we still not beat Royal. So. Nope. Way too much. No. Way too many <laughs> so JRPGs. So much RPGs. Um, and oh, yeah, that's, man. It's been insane. It is insane times. But uh, we're not content with just talking about remakes. So I think I've got a list of a few games and you've got a list. And at, after the break, we'll talk about some of our other games that we feel like need this same remake treatment. So I hope you got a good list of stuff, Dalton. Uh, dude, I've got some. I hope people like them. I hope I don't get flamed too hard for touching some sacred ones. But, you know, I do have a few that I think should never be touched as well. I always so. like that uh, Game Informer called them, what, the sacred cows that you uh, you just can't touch or, or you know, yeah. offer up. But we, I think yes, we've got a few of those. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I think I, I think we've got a couple also that we don't think should be. So I, and I kind of feel like that's just as important that, you know, maybe they're sacred or not, but just I don't think they need to be. No, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I have one or two in my head that I absolutely hope that they never, never try to touch we can only we can only hope, but uh, so we will go ahead. <laughs> we will go ahead and say that uh, I have uh, completed Final Fantasy VII Remake, and we will try our best not to talk about spoilers at the same time. In the interest of having a proper conversation, I feel like there are some things I want to talk about that I liked or didn't like, and you can't talk about this game without a few things. But we will try. We will certainly try. Like we're not going to talk about. Uh, plot points and stuff, but certainly additions that they made to the game, whether they are good or bad. And uh, so, Dalton, you actually are going to be playing the role of uh, interviewer. And uh, so, if you've got, uh, why don't you toss me a softball or something that can uh, <laughs> break me All in right. easy on this one? All right, here's coming in for the first pitch. All right, Mr. James, first question for you opening cinematic. First time playing the game, first impression of the graphics, how'd you feel? Uh, it, to me, it obviously invoked Advent Children quite a bit. Um, I thought the same thing. 
that especially the extended opening where they show outside of Midgar that desert type dry area that you kind of look like oh is this what you know Shinra is really doing that that they're sucking literally the life out of the planet all around them uh it's stark and it's it's fantastic i was one of the ones that actually saw it before the game which kind of ruined a little bit yeah oh was that i remember you posting about that thing on the yeah group. yeah that i mean i'm I wish I could have seen all of it fresh, but that wasn't possible. The other, um, and I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but the actual people in the town, and then they showed in that opening cinematic as well, it did kind of remind me of what limited things you did see in 15. I kind of felt like they piggybacked off that a little bit and, and built off what they had done before. Um, yeah, I could see that because I think it's the same engine, right? Oh, no, yeah, I'd have to imagine that it... Well, this was Unreal. I guess this is Unreal Engine Four, though, isn't it? I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean engine. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's just the same like uh, combat style and things like that. It's pretty much the same feel as 15, correct? It is. I've heard people I mean. kind of talk about that. You know, this is what 13 kind of wanted to be in terms of like the oh, stagger really? system. Yeah, like the stagger system, and I kind of get that and breaking and everything, but obviously much more action of 15. Um, I, I think it completely blows those out of the water. I didn't care for either one of those games and I really like this action system. Cool. Cool. I can't wait to check it out. I actually, you know, I have 13 in my steam library and I've never touched it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I need to just to, do you just to see what everyone hates about, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the general consensus I find on that game. It's so funny, like I, you know, you know me. I, I'm, I love my Final Fantasies, and I got the day it came out, and kind of just played it because I bought it and I had to. Yeah. Not liking it, got to the very end, completely put it down. Out of like, why am I even playing this? Because I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> picked it up a few years later, and like, man, this game looks so good. It's, but it's just not fun. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've heard it's corridor simulator. Uh, very much so, and I just the battle system is so it forces you to play certain ways, which I don't care for. Um, I don't know. Uh, just, yeah, the the paragram paragram or whatever you say it system, but we're getting off on the wrong tangent, I think. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting sidetracked. It's kind of hard so, not to, but overall, yeah, I could not, uh, I could not love the battle system anymore. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so. My next question for you was, how is the new translation that you noticed? Because I know in the original Final Fantasy VII, there are some serious translation errors. Um, I I think they had to change quite a bit, and I don't know how it goes back to originally, that they talked at length about, we made a game that you read before, whereas this is a game that if you see somebody and you talk with them, it is all spoken. There, there is text at the bottom, but really? there is not one single thing that's not voiced. Um, now, those you can't oh, go and cool. talk to every NPC. You, in fact, most of them you can't. They have the automatic, you know, voices on the side, but they're all voiced as well. This game is fully, one hundred percent voiced. And that is awesome. It's it is it's incredible, and it's one of those things you don't even really think about. You just take it for granted. Um, like I went back and I, I've. Once I beat it, I'll jump right back into Royal. And it's very actually limited. 
in how much voice there is. You, you read quite a bit yeah. of it, and I'm fine with a that, lot. obviously. Um, but yeah, like you, st- every bit of this game adds up to like it's no wonder it took seven years to make. There's so much in it. Every single voice is just wow. But yeah, as far as translation goes, oh, yeah. I don't I don't know what the difference would be necessarily. Um, I feel well, like just, it is. For, go ahead. I was just say there's an example. I, I think it was like uh, there are was girl hurt or something like that. <laughs> there's there's just there's a few things in the original game that just slipped through production. <laughs> I and, didn't. Okay, but I didn't even. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they had voiced everyone now. That's bad. Well, okay, let me not say that. That is super cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you. You stopped yourself You were welcome. <laughs> yes. No, but yeah, I don't think, I didn't recall one single bit of bad translation. I think that goes back to the fact this was a worldwide release, and they did it from the beginning, you know, in, in English and obviously for Japanese for that audience. Um but it's it's phenomenal. Very few cringeworthy lines, all very naturally spoken. Um, and yeah, they they just tell this tale, and sometimes you just sit back and you and the visuals are better than Advent Children. Um, there's a great video that kind of shows back and forth the last developer commentary that shows Advent and then shows this game. And you side think that, side. yeah, or you know, like scene to, or, you know one scene yeah. and then the next. You thought that movie looked good. It looks like. It's just awful compared to what fifteen look, or what uh, seven remake looks like. It's amazing to me that yeah, how far we've come in that time. It really is, yeah. And that's in game. Like everything is using that in game engine. So like when you change weapons, these quote unquote cutscenes are all with that new weapon that you just acquired, and you know it shows the materia in each weapon. The level oh, of detail blows cool. your mind. Now, my one last question about uh, the translation and stuff, and, and then I'll move on from there because I have questions about materia. But oh, okay. so, uh, how's Barrett? Is it uh, <laughs> is it rough? That does lead into one of my points, obviously. And so, Barrett's language is famously colorful in the original. Yeah. Um, uh, d- uh, did you make this point or somebody else that you know originally it was a lot of exclamation or, or number signs and hashtags? Instead of the mm-hmm. cursing, yeah. There's no. Yeah, I always used to <laughs> sit there and just be like, "Okay, I wonder, I'll piece together what words he was saying based on the context." <laughs> How many exclamation point or sign is yeah. there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, he doesn't hold back. It's it's every bit of it and then some. Um, but he's, I feel like his, it at the beginning he is who he is, and then they tone it back, kinda. Um, yeah, I think because he's trying to be hard in the beginning, he's trying to be that tough macho, like uh, just tell telling Cloud what to do kind of guy. And yes. I feel like that that's gonna put on that trying to be a little angrier, so he's putting a little more stank on what he's saying. It, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think he was maybe at first he was acting that way because of Cloud, um, and then he softens up, but still has you know that passionate edge to him the whole time. And, you know, he's the only one that has a, a, a family, really, to fight for. Yeah. So he has that extra added um, benefit that, as a father, I can kind of relate to as well. Although, <laughs> I mean, he still leaves his kid there at the end. So it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Run the bar. I'll be back. Yeah. no, I, You know, that's, 
I, Daddy may not come back home, but you know, good luck here working at this bar and all. But <laughs> uh, Marlene is by far the sweetest little thing of all time. They did a great job with her too. Yeah, I was gonna ask how she was. That was one of my questions because she is such an adorable character in the original. Yeah, so I was I, wondering how that would translate. It's ratcheted up to eleven. Like she is the most precious thing ever. She's got little friends, you know, that she plays with in the slums, and just a very. They did a great job of oh. making everybody so real and uh, authentic. That was, yeah, you'll you'll uh, you'll fall for her pretty easily. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Yeah, so go ahead. I was just going to say my question for you next, unless you have, do you have anything more to say on that? No, I think we'll touch on the language here in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, my next thing would be the materia system. Did they keep it generally the same? Is it different? Um, you said that you can see the materia on the weapons and that is super cool. It is. Uh, absolutely. Each, um, each weapon has materia slots. You can, uh, you can upgrade everything so you can add slots to it. And then that's reflected as well. Um, like, so whatever color material you have in, in clouds, buster sword, it's going to show up on his back at all times. You don't see the other characters as much, but yeah, you'll be sitting there in a cutscene, and all of a sudden you see Tiffa's wrists and there's the material there in her gloves. Or you know, oh, that's, and, that's a cool little attention to detail. It, it's so cool, but and yeah, like you just don't even you. Some games, I think they just throw it away. That yeah, you got a new weapon, but we're not going to show it. They go to great oh, strides to show it. That always kills me. It's like, <laughs> oh, I got new gear, and I look the exact same. Yeah, like they don't do it with armor, obviously, um, but they do it with the weapons, and that's really all that I ask for. I'd change a weapon. There's so few. Weapons. I mean, obviously, you're only talking about the first part of the game, so I think yeah. I think about five is what I've experienced. Obviously, there's more you can play through. Like if I play through on hard mode, there's going to be some additional items that you can kind of get to. But you can definitely play it with the Buster Sword the entire time if you choose to. Um, you can, that would be an interesting playthrough. It would be <laughs> well because you upgrade them right and then the stronger, the more you use that weapon, you get to a different weapon level, you can advance it even further. So it wasn't until probably 10, uh, I'd say like the third weapon that I got for a cloud, I finally switched it up because it, it was finally going to be stronger once I upgraded it than this Buster Sword. Wow, that's impressive. That's, it that's is. nice that they give you a weapon that usable from the beginning. It does, and you can kind of cater it. like So obviously some weapons are, are going to be stronger in magic, than they are in physical attacks. So if you've got, you know, Aerith, you'd want to go with the more magic one. At one point, yeah. you play without her. And so I kind of made Barrett into my magic user, and I used the weapon <laughs> <laughs> that would enhance. His attack was terrible to begin with, so might as well just turn him into a magic user. You got, you need to. You can't just have three tanks going at it the whole time. You really got to use some strategy. This is true. This is true. But no, they did a um, great job with... Uh, the only thing that was a little weird is there's there's no all material. So really, yeah, there's there's one. I think it's called magnify. If I know, I'm, I'm sorry if I've said the wrong thing, and it will allow you to jump your spells from one to the other, and you could set that as you know your curia and have that on your your players as well. But I you only got one of them. 
in the entire game that I found. So I was definitely using it from a magic person. So when they cast fire on one, it would leap from the surrounding enemies. And that was a really cool effect, let me tell you. Uh, but oh yeah, that sounds cool if it just jumps from one to the other. It is. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I basically you had to have a cure material on each person that if they need to, they can heal themselves at any time. But I didn't. There is enemy skill material, but I didn't find it. Maybe I missed it or something. Um, but other than that, it's pretty faithful. You level up the material as well, so uh, just do the fights. Like- yeah, it gets up to fire. You know. Fear than Farriga, so pretty cool okay. actually okay. the way they do does, it. Does it still affect your stats? Yeah, like certain materia will. Um, uh, it's just lower your strength and things. Yeah, there's a couple of them that way. It's really there's most of them don't do much of anything, but uh, other ones will add you know like two MP and two magic. Um, it's mostly magic based. Very few add uh, physical in terms of like attack, if yeah. any. The only the summons do. Like, uh, you, you, each person can equip one summon material, and then they have different bonuses that can tend towards physical. But other than well, that, that leads that leads into one of my other questions: uh, <laughs> how how are, the, how how are the summons and how do they look? So how did that feel? It's it's totally different. Okay, um, I think Efrit's the first one that you get, and. So I was, I don't know if you recall this, I said in one of the podcasts, it is condition based and it's not on every fight. So I'll go ahead and tell people Uh, it's it's only in the bosses. Yeah. Oh man. So it's like 15 (laughs) in that aspect where it's like the summons kind of just show up when they want. It's not quite that dumb. And that infuriated me to no end that, oh, (laughs) you can summon somebody randomly. No, um, you, you definitely build up a gauge and then once that gauge is filled then you can summon them but it's it's a little it doesn't happen all the time so uh, i've been playing with my uh, daughter has been watching it and so she adores chocobos (laughs) Uh, who doesn't man who doesn't exactly who doesn't so all the girl wants (laughs) to see is me summon chocobo and moogle every time and uh, I was fighting one <laughs> one boss fighting, and the bar never shows up, and so it never fills up. And I'm I'm sitting here breaking my daughter's heart because I can't summon and trying to explain to her. I don't know why Daddy can't summon right now. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty harsh, but it is. You you definitely uh, you unlock new ones. I think I found two. I found Chocobo, which was which. Was, let me go ahead and say this. You can absolutely not find that materia. You can easily miss yeah. it. It's kind of on a little sub area that you're not oh. required to go to, which I actually thought was awesome. Um, yeah, I like I like when they put in missables because it gives you an incentive to go through again if you miss something. To it does. And, get and uh, so this is that one part, and uh, you're walking down this walkway, and all of a sudden like the walkway gives out because you were going for a piece of materia. And Barrett even jokes like, oh, you was going for that material, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was so cool. But then, like, it's like, well, let's see if we can't find another way around it. And another in that same area, you get to the end where you can, like, proceed or not. And it, But it says, like, it'll stop and say, hey, there was that material over there. Did you want to actually go get that before we left? And you can choose yes or no. 
So nice. I, I appreciated that quite a bit because I was ready to just head on. I was like, oh, wait, I did actually want to go get that. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually a cool way for them to implement like, hey, you might want to go get that. You need that. <laughs> you're you're going to want that. It's not going to like make <laughs> or break you, but you're going to you're going to want that. Now, the other ones are um, like uh, Shiva is through. I don't know if you saw they're talking about that character Chanley or Chan. Yeah, Chanley. He's like the he's a child uh, researcher. He's actually working for Shinra, but you complete certain battle requests for him, and through his research, the more you do for it, then you can unlock. Uh, he can actually develop some of the materia. You do a fight. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so you end up actually fighting Shiva, and you defeat her. You now get that some of materia. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I believe that's, that's cool, how. That's a cool way uh, to do it. Yeah, uh, the Thiathin is that way, and uh, uh, another summon that I think he was in the original. Um, I might leave that one. There's another one out there that you can get that's pretty, pretty fun. I'll leave that one as a, a surprise for people. But Ooh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But yeah, that's. <laughs> I think there's probably like six ish that I came across. There may be some more out there the more you play but that is the primary way he gets you some unique there's there's tons of new material by the way too um that i'm not weren't familiar with you have all your standard stuff on there but there's some new mm-hmm. different uh the deadly dodge materia um uh tifa has a, a chakra one that kind of heals her um oh, i like uh, that i like that by the way how did did you growing up did you say tifa or tifa I always said Tifa. Okay, so you were correct. I, yeah. I all these years it's been Tifa, and then you know really oh I just you know how it looks that's how I would say it so very or I guess that's just how I thought it was and, you know yeah, I don't know why I called it Tifa it's just what I called it. Well now now we are required to say Tifa I can't say it anymore. So that's okay. <laughs> the, the, the real, the real argument that I see is it, or is it Eris or Aerith? It's Eris. I mean, they definitely changed that, but yeah. I mean, it's Aerith now, so there's no. It is what it is. That was yeah, from that. Was that the Japanese, and then they changed it for us? Was that what it was? Uh, it, it was the Japanese and the Europe version was Aerith, okay. and then we were Eris. Okay, I thought there was something like that. I mean, I don't know. And really. then they were just like, you know what? Americans deal with it. <laughs> we're only choosing one, and that, that's what it's you're, going to be. You already got the numbers of our other games wrong. Oh, gosh. That's a whole other tangent. <laughs> yeah, we, we might touch on those later. <laughs> at, least, at least it's right now. We don't have to worry about different numbers for different games now. This is true. It's no longer the 90s. No. Well, and sadly, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I all guess right, that's all I got to say about materia. Okay, I've only got a couple more. Okay. And I'm going to lump these two in together. Um, how were the new side quests and were they mostly filler or you know how did they fit in? And also I have two words for you that I'd like to know if we can touch on and those are Don Corneo. We can talk about him, sure. Um I don't see why not. Uh he, he is one of the um the best bad guys in the game. There's a lot of them and he is so over the top. It's just, it's ridiculous. That's that's what I wanted to know. I just wanted to know if they like made him tiger King level crazy. 
Not <laughs> not <could>. quite. <laughs> no, nothing is quite that crazy. Um, but he is absolutely a faithful, you know, <laughs> just awful human being. And uh, they, they he's a slime ball, you know, and that's yeah, that's exactly how he was. And you mentioned side quests. I'll go ahead and say there is a later on side quest with him that you can uh, pursue. And uh, side quests are totally meant to um, enhance and fill in extra story bits. So that's okay. kind of so, uh, completely kinda optional. Like you... Yeah, you don't have to do any of it, yeah. but it's really cool, and I definitely encourage you to do that. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm a side quest person. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, I put 190 hours into Persona Five. Yeah, yeah. So like, you you you're a side quest fool, like I am for sure. Yeah, I'm all about seeing what the game's got to offer, man. I think that there might be some hidden ones that I didn't find, but. Uh, Cause you, at one point you have access to everything and you've got to kind of discover side quests, but they've all got that, that kind of exclamation point over their head. You can see them on the map. I did them yeah. all that I could. Yes. To answer your first question, absolutely. It is filler and it is made to turn a, I mean, what do we think the original to play through the entire Megar seven hours, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Probably about, you know, between five and seven, depending on how fast you're trying to speed through it. Right. I mean, depending on how much you really want to, to do and see everything. It's the, you know, let's go yeah. to the high bar and, and say eight for argument's sake. I think the quickest you can get through this whole game for what I've seen is about 24 hours. Um, oh, yeah. So they definitely had to fill in gaps <laughs> for sure. There's a lot. Uh, I clocked in at 33, and that was doing 90% of everything. I could have stretched out a little bit more, but... They <laughs> they did quite. There's a lot. There's extra areas that are not in the original. I mean, obviously the side nice. quests they they make you do things that uh, you probably normally wouldn't do. But that's how you get. You know, you go through those side quests forces you to go to the areas to level up, which makes the game more fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yep, uh, absolutely. It's all you about can, that grind. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You can definitely. <laughs> there's plenty of places that you can go, and there's no enemies. So. You definitely need to kind of do some of them to get to get stronger. And, and I bet one of those is Aerith's house. And I want to ask you, how does that look in the game? Because I know even in the original, that little scene of her house is so just quaint and peaceful looking. Absolutely, and it's it's so stark in its difference from the slums. You've got this. It really is. You've got this gorgeous house. You know, flowers everywhere. The waterfall. The water that sense of peace is, is with you right away. And <laughs> yeah, that, 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 if it was just the house, it would be so out of place because it's an actual house. It's not some shanty, yeah. you know, pieced together with <laughs> metal and boards <laughs> and yeah, they're just built up on top of one another. Yeah. It's, and it's kind of, you know, it's little ways off the path. So it's away from everybody else. Um, it you will you will quite enjoy it. It is it's yeah. perfect. Absolutely I love beautiful perfect. scenery. Yeah, and in a game that's it's beautiful in its you know um, kind of depressing slums and they they there's dirt and grime and it is real as could be. And then you have this by contrast, um, very it, it's I think it's much more beautiful than when you go up on the plate and look at the top side. It's it's much better done. 
Nice. I, I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> you will enjoy well, it. Then my my last question for you then really is, are there any of the character moments, like meeting any of the characters from the original game, that really stood out to you as like, man, they did a good job on this, or, oh, this is different than how I remember. Like, um, I think what struck me the most, and so I was always, you know, Team Tifa anyway, and <laughs> oh yeah, always, always me too, man. And that's gonna start all kinds of turf wars because now you've even got you know Team Jesse people that are gonna be out there after playing this one, but um. Yeah, I've heard they expanded on Jesse and those guys. This oh, cool yeah, too. that's a avalanche is completely fleshed out. You you care about these people. You know about them a million times more than you ever did in the original. And and that's awesome. Yeah, they're they're cool. They're cool guys. Uh, uh, Biggs is totally like Charlie Sheen. Um, he looks and acts just <laughs> like him, and <laughs> it's it's very <laughs> that's awesome. But not crazy like a uh, cool composed like old movie Charlie Sheen. It's it's very. Yeah. Very not well tiger done. blood, Charlie. No, no, not eating a sandwich off of a floor, <laughs> Charlie. But uh, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, but no, so they they very much make it that you are there to help an old friend, and like you even have like a, a quote unquote an apartment to go and live in, which is right beside of hers. So I guess I just felt like they they touched on that interaction and the everyday life aspect of it a little bit, especially at the beginning where you're. You're trying to do odd jobs to to raise your um, raise your name as a mercenary and get money because that's the only way you know how to make money. But yeah, I just felt like they did her character so well, and um, I just fell in love with her even more than I <laughs> already did. And uh, by the time you get to uh, the Dawn's section and she shows up in her blue dress, it's like, oh my goodness. That that whole part is just a, it's a really between her and Aerith in their dresses, it's just it's stunning how well they did that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that whole section because that just that whole part's entertaining, and I can imagine what the graphics they are now that they that like you said they're gonna look stunning. They really are. Cloud might even look stunning too. <sighs> He's something. With his sword and all. He's smiling. something all right. Let me tell you. <laughs> I will go ahead and say that's one of the few parts I didn't actually care for is they, um, I don't think this is going to ruin too much. They introduce, uh, a rhythm time dancing game to it in interesting. Yeah. In a place where uh, cloud is trying to, because remember before cloud had to go and get all the pieces for his dress, you know, the wig mm-hmm. and the, you don't do that. You have to pick the right pieces. Yeah. You, you're, you're not doing that part. You basically just have to gain the favor of, uh, Andrea, the dude dancer at the honeybee Inn, the owner of it. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you must dance. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's not, it's funny, but you have to do a timed dance with, you know, uh, the face buttons going through circles <clears throat> and you have to do it just right. And, you're a cloud yeah, dancing up there and it's, it's just so out of character. Um, yeah. he would never I do that. that. Yeah. And I got to bust out your, uh, so you got to bust out your parappa the rapper skills. Yeah. Trying to play Final Fantasy. Uh, <laughs> not quite to that point. They're very, they're not all the time. It's much, I guess more like uh persona's dancing games. Um, if I, I haven't played those, but I'd assume that's what it's like. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been meaning to play those, but let's not. I don't even want to go down that. I don't level. either. I, don't, I love Persona, <laughs> but not that much, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that fell off. Like that. That was probably the only addition that I didn't really care for. I guess I would have rather. I'd rather it been the original going to find the pieces for the dress because I thought that was hilarious. Oh, me too. I was actually looking forward to that part, like having to go into the shop and pick things out and uh, yeah but sorry sorry i ruined that one for you but uh i'm sure there's plenty of other things that'll make up for it and that brings me to my final what are your overall arcing thoughts and do you think i should play this having never actually beaten the original final fantasy 7 i've played it a hundred times but i've never beaten well, obviously, you know, you don't have to have because you only needed to get a few hours into it to have every bit of the game encompassed. I think that's the best part. They absolutely made this game for everybody. Uh, old fans, people who have never even knew what Final Fantasy was and just thought, oh, this is a really pretty looking game um, with awesome action mechanics. I would like to play this. Um how far did you get? Do you know? I think you can speak on that pretty easily. Uh, recently or like back in the day when I played? Oh, yeah. back in the, You said you didn't beat it, but how far do you think you got? Oh, um, I remember getting lost in a desert. Okay. And then getting through that. And I think I made it to around like the Gold Saucer. I was about so, to say, did you actually get to Gold Saucer? Because that's... There's, yeah. They don't uh, show any of that. There are... There's not only flashbacks, but there are flash forwards. So hmm. there, are, there are little bits and pieces here and there that if you've completed the game, it's going to be kind of the tip of the hat to you. Like, hey, you know, these are, this is what's going forward. Um, I got you. Uh, I guess just, uh, I, you know, I completely forgot what you were. Yeah, anybody can play it, obviously. I feel like it is catered towards old fans but then they changed a lot so there are going to be plenty of old fans that are going to be like ah, what they what they do that for why didn't they just keep it kind of the way it was um, yeah. yeah why'd so, you do this to my beloved game yeah there was a couple though so if you if you're online and i don't say anybody's not at this point in the time in the world uh <laughs> there's a lot of twitter buzz and stuff about the ending um and I'm not going to talk about that. I do understand what people are upset about. I guess I can say that. Um, there are some things that are a little weird. You've seen, and if you've seen any of the trailers, um, you've seen the the guys in the cloaks kind of flying around. They look like the mentors from Harry Potter. Um, yeah, yeah. I wonder what that was about. Those are called whispers, and without giving anything away, they kind of they make sure that fate is upheld. You can't change fate. And there's a whole added bit all about that. Completely new. They show up pretty much. Once you meet Aerith, they're in the game quite a bit. Gotcha. I can, I can infer. We don't, you know, I can infer. Yeah. So I don't like that. I'll be honest. I don't like it. Um, I don't know why. I guess it sounds like a cool concept, but not for this game. (laughs) Yeah. Like they could have told the tale and had all the side stuff and still had a long game. And they didn't necessarily need to have these things, uh, for lack of a better word, interfering with 
yeah. a lot of stuff. To me, that sounds like that could be like Square could have taken that idea of fate and you can't change it with the whispers and all that and just done a game about that because that just sounds like a cool concept. But mm -hmm. to just take that and stick it into Final Fantasy seems a little strange to me. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, and that's that's a part of, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and say they're a part of the ending that's a little weird. And um, it everybody knows it ends when you leave Midgar. That's the mm -hmm. story. So I don't know why they just didn't tell that story. Um, you do see, um, I guess you didn't get to gold saucer, but, uh, you do see at least one character. I'll put it this way that is in your party from the original that, uh, makes a, a small guest appearance in this one. So you oh, some, I, I, you I, think I, I think I know who it is. I, I, you probably do. Cause there's only a handful of them that are not, but, um, uh, I I can already I can tell you this too, it is it was told, said before, but Red Thirteen is not playable. Um, he, what? Or, he's not controllable. I, oh, okay. I was gonna say I must have missed that part. What? Yeah, I, I I misspoke. He is he is a guest in your party, and he fights alongside you. But yeah, you can't bring him. It's so weird. I don't know why, but yeah, no, you can't bring him into your party and control him. That's very strange. Yeah, I don't, I don't but know what that I mean, was about. Maybe it's because I mean the combat's not turn-based, turn-based. So maybe it's because he's an animal, and they think switching between doing animal fighting with the controller, and I, I don't really I don't know. <laughs> That's the only thing I can guesstimate on. But honestly, <laughs> you know, they all play so differently as it is. The four of them, he would probably just kind of act more like Tifa. Anyway, with speed and, and quick strikes and, you know, somersaults and, um, right. I, I don't go up there and just start throwing paws. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, his character is fantastic. I, I loved, loved him in it. Um, I'm glad that they, but yeah, that's, so I've, I've made the speculation. I don't know if you had a question for this or not. I would have given this game an eight, an 8.9 or a nine out of 10. And it would okay. be a, it yeah. would be a ten out of ten if it were not for the stuff that they added. Interesting. Yeah. So it, okay. it was only, only uh, that, that's solid though. That's a, still a solid rating. Oh, you know, I want I'd love to give it a ten because on every, I mean, we talked about the visuals, we talked about the voice acting, we talked about the battle engine. Everything is done to perfection, which. We have not been able to say about Squaresoft or Squaresoft, <laughs> Square Square Enix yeah, since since, <laughs> since they were Squaresoft yeah. exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's I mean, even like you know games that we loved like ten and twelve, they still had some issues in them, yeah. but mm -hmm. they absolutely they put everything into making this the absolute best game ever, and they added stuff that took away from the best game ever. And that's that's a little ah, kind of hurts me just a little bit, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta take the bad with the good. <laughs> the only other thing I would say I didn't quite care for is sometimes when Cloud is by himself or even the other party members, um, it can, when you're one on one, it kind of feels like Kingdom Hearts in a weird sort of way. Like it loses the strategic element to it, and it's basically just it turns just, into a blind hack and slash. 
Hackenslash, yeah. Yeah. It's, so that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, like, that's one part I didn't expect to feel like, but it does that, and it's not very often, thank goodness. Um, but Cloud is so much fun to play with. I definitely enjoyed playing. I enjoyed playing with all four of them, to be quite honest, and switching back and forth between all of them based on certain situations or calling out certain abilities with the shortcuts was handled expertly. Awesome, man. I look forward to checking it out eventually. Well, you shouldn't have to wait too long. I mean, a couple months. <laughs> I would say to wait, yeah. but you're not going to catch this thing on sale or, or in, a, in a used bin, I don't think, too much. Oh, yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> um, that's all I've got to really say about it. Do you have anything that's popped up since we started talking? Uh, no, man, I think we covered it all for that. Good deal. All right, well, let's wrap up this part of it. And uh, we'll be back here in just a moment after we're from our sponsor, and we'll talk about some other things that deserve this remake treatment. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sunday special. That was a lot of fun having a chit-chat about remake, but we're not done there. So we're going to sit back and talk about some of the other games that we feel like deserve <clears throat> this full remake treatment. Um, there's always the debate of remaster versus remake so we're definitely going to go with the the ladder on these that need to be from the ground up redone and uh put into there so uh don't we we definitely focused on jrpgs but you've got a couple others uh maybe some bonus ones later on that are not in that field is that right yes i do yes i do just certain games that i played as a kid you know growing up playstation i just really wish that I could play these games again just without like, maybe like tank controls or without <laughs> other things that were precedent back then that now are just archaic, I guess would be the word. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, there's no other way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. I, I know for me personally, I mean, not only does FF7 do a fantastic job, but uh, Resident Evil 2 was just... Oh my goodness! Oh, that is exactly how I you do it. That you you've got to. Um, if you're a, you're a fan of the original ones, oh yeah, yeah, they absolutely did that game perfectly, and it it's so brutal, man. <laughs> it scared me so bad, but I loved every single second of it. I was gonna it. say good, good. That's the, way, that's the way I like my Resident Evil. Yes, yeah. and I think those when are I the played. those are the bars right now. Is that's how you make a remake. Yeah, I've even heard good things about three, and people were. You know, I saw some people complaining that like this Resident Evil three remake is too short, and I'm like, well, the original game wasn't really that long. It. I've heard that exact. I've heard about four hours uh, to play through, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, I saw. I've seen people blow through in four, like I'd say three to six hours that I've seen variants. See, but people I, blowing through it. I think what that's also coming from is how long two is. So just playing through Leon, yes. I think took me. 12-ish hour maybe even longer and then obviously you can play through it completely again as Claire so I think that's kind of what people were a little upset about yeah it's it's definitely not fleshed out like 2 was but I mean even back in the day when those games came out they were the same way it was and I think they you know, added like, the uh, mercen was there mercenaries added to part 3 is that why that was probably thrown in there yeah I believe so uh, well, that's but, enough of this nonsense. We'll get back to yeah. that. <laughs> Why don't you, uh, I'll, I'll let you go uh, start this off and give me, I mean, these are in no certain order, but uh, just one one that you feel like, uh, and we'll kind of just go back and forth. All right. 
So for the remake, my first one is going to be Illusion of Gaia. Nice. Very nice. I think I think that game would be just incredible now, like with the action RPG elements that we have gotten to these days compared to what it was back then. Being able to go around in the levels and collect all those dumb little red jewels <laughs> <laughs> and you know, switching back and forth between was it Freedan and can't remember the other guy's name. Oh the Shadow or Shadow, something. yeah. And just switching between them and having to use them for boss mechanics and things, I think it would be a really, really fun game. Plus, for a Super Nintendo game, that game was really pretty. It was. I mean, so, the Adventures of Will, was that his name? Yes. Yes. But I yeah, think Will like and... I think that game would absolutely need to get uh, a game we've not talked about too much, but like you said, it came out today, Trials of Mana, where they take that 2D engine over top and then make it into a full 3D. Is that what you're talking Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I think that's what you I think that's what you have to do is you can't just make a pretty version of the game that you love. I think you kind of really need to make it from the ground up and, and do it right. Yeah. At least I mean just from the demo alone, we've seen what they've done with Charles Amana and it looks incredible. So I think I think you're on the right ball with the uh, Illusion of Gaia. And I will throw this out there along I'll just to tag along with Illusion of Gaia. And speaking of the Trials of Honor thing, Terranigma would be great to do that way because that game's never been released in America. I think, it, it was only Europe and uh, Japan. I think there's so many of those games that we just weren't privy to that we need we need them in some way, shape, or form. Looking at you, Mother 3. Uh, there's a, yeah right. <laughs> there's no shortage of those games that we just don't have a clue about, um, and need to experience it. And obviously, they finally did last year with the the Mana Collection. We could play uh, mm-hmm. Trials of Mana, but that's a long time. Um, now, hear, now hear, hear me out. Hear me out. They could do it like a Mana thing again with Soul Blazer, Illusion of Gaia, Terra Enigma. Put them all on a cart, release it, and then do a remake of Terra Enigma like they had Trials and it would be just like the Mana situation again just with the Soul Blazer trilogy that would be and incredible I think it would be sweet man Was that, those were all Enix games weren't they yes yeah that's what, that's what I thought I guess you know a part of all this conversation is this is up to the fans like these developers are not just going to do this without outcry for the fans i.e. what happened with with FF seven is just years and years and years of, we would love to see a remake of this. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, everybody that I knew growing up was like, Oh, final fantasy 10, man. Can you imagine if, if final fantasy seven looked like this? Uh, that would be you know, cool. And, then, and I still would like to see that by the way. Um, yeah, just an actual redoing of seven in battle system, but with 10s graphics, I think that would be phenomenal. Yeah, I I achieved making it look like an early-gen PS2 game on PC with mods. Mm-hmm. But as I told you, one of my mods messed up, and when I uninstalled <laughs> it, it deleted my save file. So That's, <laughs> that's so yeah, harsh, that's, man. <laughs> that's, the, that's the risk you take with modding. That's a... They don't want you doing that mod stuff. They don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right, you, so what's, uh, what's yours? What's so your first you, game? So you spoke of a collection... And so I'm going to piggyback off that just a little bit. 
one of my favorite series, and I feel like they are uh, beyond due for a, a new entry that we'll never get. But I'd love to see it with Sukaden. Um, oh and, yeah, <laughs> I I mean Sukaden two in particular would be at the very top of the list, but I could see a collection of completely remaking that game and it would go over so well. I really feel like it would. Um, and I, you know, that is a game series I've always meant to play and I have Sukaden two on my PS three and I just have, I've never played it and I've been meaning to and meaning to, cause I know it's stupid good from what I hear. <laughs> it's and, so unique too. Like there's nothing really like it. Yeah, I mean, having, a, what, 100 people that you can recruit into your party? That's yeah. insane. Each one is 108, and that's the only way to get, like, the good ending is to get them all, um, which wow. I've, I've actually never done. I'll go ahead and say that. I've I've never quite gotten all of them. And uh, I, I actually I jumped in with three. That was my first one. I didn't actually – sorry. I didn't actually like that one. Um, oh no! I've, I've heard that that's that's pretty much the one that no one likes. Well, see, actually, I've heard that nobody likes four, which I really enjoyed. I put a ton of time into five. Is <laughs> five is so good? Like that's the pinnacle of the series in terms of graphics and gameplay. But just the really? the story was so great in two that it still gets all the headlines. And now that's. That series capped out on PS2, right? It did. Yeah, that was the last week. Yeah, Konami buried it. <laughs> it's that's not. A, that's a shame. It is, and it's not coming back. Like they have publicly, over and over, said it's not. It's not going to happen. So this is the best we could hope for. Is you know, P, you know, one and two on the PlayStation One, and then three, four, and five on PS2. That, love to see some sort of collection that they, they could just re- the collection. Yeah. Like yeah. remake one and two, but then I would be happy with just an up resed, uh, three, four and five. Yeah, totally. That would be sweet. I would play them the day they came out or at least, you know, one of them. I couldn't play all of them. Obviously. <laughs> if you want to right now, play Sukunin two on Jebavita. Um, dude, no, and I I really want to get one because I've got so many PlayStation classics that I want to be able to play on the go. Mm-hmm. But I do have a PS PS3. Yeah, so. I just I found with that one in particular um, that uh, with a lot of PS1 games, they look really good on that small screen, and when you try to blow them up onto your TV, it completely loses all of its uh, graphical fidelity. Uh, maybe I'll play that. I'll hook my PS3 up to my computer monitor, so that it's would, a little smaller. That would probably work out excellently. Yeah. All right. What's yeah. your? Uh, all right. Let's uh, go. Throw another one out there for the masses. All right. Anyone who knows me, this is going to be a huge surprise. Hmm. I, I don't know. Final <laughs> Fantasy Eight. Final Fantasy VIII needs the exact same treatment that Final <laughs> Fantasy VII got so people can finally see that it is the superior game, Some, in my opinion. So you, that is, you've made no qualms about this. That is your favorite FF, is it not? Oh, dude, I, I love Eight. I don't know if it was because I was an angsty teen and I related to squalls, whatever. <laughs> you know, um, I, people hate on the Junction yeah. The whole junction system. When I was a little kid, I didn't understand how that worked. So, like, I barely used it. I just played the game and just thought it was stupid hard. 
it is hard. And and then when I got older, I realized, yeah, exactly. I got older. I'm like, okay, this game is hard, but now it's a little easier that I've figured out, you know, how to do the junctioning and all that. And I, I feel like that they would, ha- if they remastered that game or remade that game, they would probably remove the junction system, and it would piss so many people off. But I can't see that translating to gameplay styles nowadays unless they keep it turn-based which i would prefer yeah i'm and i don't think they would uh i, feel I don't like... think they would either because they've just got this <laughs> weird thing about let's make everything an action rpg kingdom hearts did well yeah that made it was good don't, don't, don't get me wrong i love kingdom hearts but <laughs> like keep it out of my final fantasy games you could put final fantasy in kingdom hearts but keep kingdom hearts out of final fantasy <laughs> well they certainly kept final fantasy out of kingdom hearts in three so I know, <laughs> uh, but I mean, it just the story in eight is fantastic. I feel like there's a lot of visuals in that game that would be incredible to see, maybe in like 4K, just big uh, battles. Um, so you are I, not you're not content with the remaster that they put out. Okay, so let me <laughs> let me tell you. Let me, let me go. It was all right. My qualm with it was. Again, I had a modded version of it on PC, and I deleted that and bought the remaster because I wanted to support Square, uh-huh. and it it looked the exact same as it was that I had it modded. So I'm like, oh, so they just took what other people did, and <laughs> yep. we're like, all right, that's a good idea. Here, we're going to do it ourselves and then make money off of it. So then I felt kind of cheated a little bit, but I understand why they couldn't up certain things. I get it. That was that's a whole weird situation with Final Fantasy VIII. The one thing I didn't understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like it was uh, the original aspect ratio. Like it wasn't pulled out to at least 1080 because it, it looked like there was the yeah. black bars on both sides. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's it's locked in that. What is it like 640 or 720, 720. or something like that? It might even be 480 to be quite honest from ps1 i don't know i mean the, the characters look fantastic mm-hmm. but oh man yeah it's just it's all right i mean i enjoy it for the speed up thing that they added and okay. those little quality of life things but as far as am i happy with it being called a remaster meh mm. they did a lot better on 10 and 12 yeah i i, I think that's probably just because the the graphics they had to begin with were, yeah. I mean, that's the difference from yeah. PS one to two. There's there was a huge jump, and not to mention eight. Like the only reason they were able to remaster it at all was because of the PC files. Yeah, it, it like they you know all. It's amazing to me that they just oh all of that stuff burned. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you you lost the whole game. It wasn't that bad. No, where'd it go? I don't <laughs> understand. Uh, well, I will go ahead and I will piggyback off yeah. that, and I might say that the next one deserves this treatment in FF9. Um, I, I can agree with that. I don't see why they're going to stop. Uh, I've heard rumors of even going back and doing six, and they best not touch that. I was going to say, that's on my other list. <laughs> don't go near it. Don't you do it. Uh <laughs> The only the only way they could do six, in my opinion, is if they did it Octopath Traveler style. Keep it that 
old school graphic look, but maybe make it look a little prettier. But do not mess with anything about it or else people will just riot. And they should because it doesn't deserve that. Um, I feel like, I kind of feel like some of those games, and obviously they're jaggy, but they have kind of held up a little bit better over time. And I just, I feel like they could really ruin that game more than they would do a good job with it. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, it's another but, one I've never beat, but I've gotten far in it, and I just it's so good that I really need to go back and beat. <laughs> you should, but I I feel like they could do nine, but I think I agree with you in the terms that they should keep that as turn based. I don't want to see another action RPG. Um, I have a turn based game. Um, yeah, unless I can hold a third sword with my tail or something. <laughs> now that would be then, pretty cool. Uh, don't get me wrong, but. Uh, I just, but other than that, yeah, I feel like that you know, going back and giving that game voice acting, all those incredible characters and the settings, I just I love that world of that classic Final Fantasy feel to it that they did that medieval. Just, I feel like that was a pretty game then. It could be really pretty um, if they would choose to. Oh yeah, choose to do that. We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure. I mean, the get the way the seven has sold, they're going to do this again. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I could promise you they'll do nine before they do eight. So I'm surprised y'all that they even did what they did with eight. Cause that's like their, uh, the, the redheaded stepchild that they don't want to admit even happened. I think I know. Right. And I'm like, why that should be like 13 too. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that may be a debate. Uh, for another day. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like we're going to have more square titles on this list. Uh, is there another yeah, one I, that you want to throw out there that I might agree with? Um, As far as, well, you want me to stick with a square game? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah. All right, then I will say uh, Dragon Quest V. Ooh. They own that now, yeah. And I think that because... Now, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's a lot of games on this list that I've never beaten, but I've played. Okay, fair enough. And Dragon Quest V is one of them, and it's it's super fun. The quests, the characters, everything. I feel like the story of it is very... It's almost on the scale of, like, 8 and on the scale of 11. Absolutely. But it was just kind of had to be scaled back because of the, you know, the time and the era. You can only do so much on the Super Nintendo. So if they were to take that game and add to it and expand it, I think it could be just as good as Dragon Quest Eleven, which was phenomenal. Oh, they did that so good. Like, <laughs> I want to go back and play that one. Here's here's what I'll say about 5 is, with 4, 5, and 6, the treatment that they got on the DS, man, they did it right. That re- that- Oh, I didn't realize that they had done a remake for that. Yeah, yeah, that's what those all are, that they are... Um, prettied up quite a bit and just I could not recommend them anymore Uh, but yeah five have you seen the movie by any chance Uh, I have not I've been meaning to watch the uh, the Netflix movie yes so you if you really want to get into that game just go and watch that movie and uh, that'll get you fired up now I guess it will ruin some things it is that story but um, it'll be all right it'll be all right yeah I 
yeah. I have a new I'm appreciation for how awesome five is. Four is still my favorite personally, but five is right up there now after playing it on the DS. Yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm looking at my 3DS. Like, hey, you play DS games? Let's <laughs> maybe check out some Amazon later. Yeah, it's the 3DS. It was just an incredible system. Once they started not only making you know current games for it, but all those old titles just were perfect to be re-released on there. It's like I own eight, but I've not played it on there yet. Yeah, I have it on my 3DS, but I haven't really touched it. Yeah, I I only beat it like three or four times on PS2, so it's one of those ones like, do I really <laughs> want to do this again? <laughs> but uh, From what I've played of it, it's fun. It's a fun game on, it, on the DS. I never got to play the PS2 version. Oh, man, that's a lot of time into that one, and I think they added voices, the voices on this 3DS version, if I'm not. I think they've got a lot of voice acting on there too, which is yeah. I know. Uh, what's his face? Oh God. Uh, well, it starts with a Y. Oh, Yangus. Yang- yeah. <laughs> Hello, Governor. He may be like yeah. one of the best Dragon Quest characters of all time. He was so he good. Cracks me up. <laughs> That's exactly what they need. I mean, they all had that British accent anyway, so why not that guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and make him your like best friend. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's a thief, and he's a portly, you know, short guy. So why not? <laughs> he's Barney Barney Rubble of the Dragon Quest. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, what would your next one be? My next one is a game that only has light JRPG true mechanics, but I feel like it totally deserves to be there, and that's Parasite Eve. Um, oh, I've always heard good things about that game. That I mean, it was different because it was guns instead of swords and stuff. You know, your main character moves around um, the battlefield and gains advantages, but it's it's still turn based in its essence. But yeah. it was a dark, you know, kind of almost a horror type of game. Um, that's how I've heard it referred to. Yeah, it's yeah. like a horror RPG. Very gruesome. Like the cutscenes, there's tons of blood. Um, Telling a completely original, you know, story set in New York City, snow, you know, it's, um, Aya Bray is a, a great main character that, now don't, don't even go part two, cause that game was garbage, but uh, <laughs> part one could be done so well and almost like a Valkyrie Chronicles uh, type battle system, I think, could work out pretty well with that, with it being a, a shooter but still having turn based influences to it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was. I can see that working. Yeah, that's a great. Keep all great the keep all the gore and the scary monsters and the, <laughs> but just make it uh, completely redone. I think I think there's been a lot of people that would love to see another game. So why not just remake the first one? Yeah, man, that would be cool. That would actually make me want to play it more because i that's just that's a game i never got into back in the day i see it on the ps store on the ps3 on the, all the time parasite <laughs> but i'm like yeah i don't know it it would be different like you've got to be prepared for for what it is and i'm not sure how those graphics have held up um over time to sit the the cut scenes man that full motion video they did for it was very good very reminiscent of eight in terms of the quality um yeah but yeah i think that would there's a lot of fans I think that would be very happy to see that one come back in some shape or form. Absolutely. Uh, well, next up on mine, 
I have a game that half of it released here and half of it didn't. And it's the perfect opportunity to release both of them. And that would be Persona 2, Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment. Excellent choices. Like, I think that you should just take them, make them like almost like Resident Evil 2 with one game, two campaign type thing. So you've got both the stories. And because I think I've always thought it was weird that Innocent Sin released only over here on the PSP when they did the little remaster of it. Yeah. But then they did they didn't release the remaster of Eternal Punishment over here. They're like, no, you just have to go play the PlayStation version. <laughs> didn't make a whole lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense. And then back in the day they're like, oh well, we're gonna give you the second part of this, but you're not gonna get the first part. Thanks. So I think that that's a perfect opportunity for them to be like, hmm, you know, Persona Five did really well. Um, there are multiple websites that say it's the greatest RPG that's ever been released. Hmm. Oh man, you know what? I'm, maybe we should release some of our older games that people maybe didn't get to check out. Or, for me personally, I am super looking forward to like Shin Megami Tensei Five on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So. That could be another avenue, you know, is Atlas redoing some of the old Shin Megami Tensei games and bringing them out as well. It's not that, like they don't have a history of making re, you know, revised editions of their games and they're being better than the originals. So yeah, exactly. So you, <laughs> Eternal or Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment, call it Damnation or something, and it's you know like Golden Royal, I don't know, <laughs> Golden something Royal. and. <laughs> yeah, just mash it up, Golden Royal, and they'll be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, the the fever for Persona games is pretty high. I didn't, I never got a chance to play those, so I'd love to see. But I'd love to play it like an updated version. Like, I don't, I think it'd be hard to kind of go back and play it as it, as it was. They're um, they're very interesting because they are isometric camera, so it's like the camera's up in the corner mm. while you're running around. But for being the type of game that it is, the controls are fluid for being a PS1 game. Now, the look of it, yeah, it could it could it could use a remake for sure. I think they could. I think but, they could look at. It. I mean, Atlas has got a few dollars coming in, so they could probably do that. Yeah, and if they made it look anything like Persona Five, I think people would just flip. You mentioned it. How worried are you about Shin Megami Tensei Five? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be good. I don't know if it'll ever come out. I don't either. <laughs> like I, I keep seeing things where it's like coming at coming soon. And then another art, then the article will be like, Oh, sorry, we misread it. There's no release date. There's no, there's nothing date determined. There's nothing other than that. What they showed that one clip of it. What? Two and it didn't years even show the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, and that was basically recycled. I mean, that wasn't even anything new. That's yeah. So I don't think it's coming out on the Switch. I think they're it is in uh, development limbo, and whatever Switch's next offering is, we may see it on there. But I don't think it's. I don't think that game's coming out anytime soon. Yeah, and you know it's interesting to me that these days that Atlas, and this is kind of off topic a little bit, but Atlas has deviated where Persona comes out on PlayStation and PlayStation only. Yes. And Shin Megami Tensei comes out on Nintendo <laughs> and Nintendo only. Yeah. 
And like, you know, the Shin Megami Tensei games used to come out on PlayStation as well back in the day. Yes. At least the, the spinoff games. The spinoff did. did. Yeah, the, the Overclocked, and I think I've got that one. for. Uh, yeah, like Devil games. Summoner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Digital Devil Saga, all those games. But they never gave us the mainline series. It was always on Nintendo. I just always thought that was strange. Yeah, and then you've got something even weirder coming up with Scramble coming out for PS4 and Switch. But they don't have Persona 5. So, yeah. <laughs> which is a I know, sequel. I know, so <laughs> I know so many people who are like, oh, well, yeah, that's great. But can we get Persona 5? Like, give us the PS3 version. We don't care. I think like, that, well, I think that's the only version that the Switch could handle. Yeah. Um, and it would work perfect. But, it'd be fine. Yeah. They'd be better than nothing. But no, that's that's kind of, I think there are, you know, they're going to wrap up getting Scramble released in the West. And they're talking about that fantasy RPG project for PS5, I'm sure, by this point. Uh, but, yeah. Yes, we'll see. Shin Megami, who knows? Who knows? But, that, again, off topic, but that's what we do best here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is your turn, sir. Okay, so I feel like we are in desperate need of, we just got the re-releases of these two games, and I think that proved that there's a demand for them. We need Grandia 1 and 2 um, remade. I think they would be. Uh, I think they'd be so good with some updated graphics. I, dude, they are on my playlist because I have read so much good about that series. It's above average in terms of like story and characters. Uh, it is peak, top of the peak for me in terms of battle system turn based. I really, I love what they do with you know you've got your constantly the bar moving and your you know, turn order going in it. Some are faster than others. And the ability just to cancel attacks altogether. Both you cancel their attacks and they cancel yours. There's so much strategy built into it. It's it kinda hurts your mind in some of the harder fights, but <laughs> <laughs> you can be yeah, just I, dominating in it or be destroyed at the same time. I have it on PC, so I will definitely check it out at your recommendation because it's it's just it's been sitting there forever, and I'm like, man, I should play that. <laughs> I, I think haven't. I think it's a good time to too because they just released uh, some bug fixes and and various other things not too long ago that should. There were some quirky little things in there left over from its PS1 days, um, but <laughs> yeah, I played it on the Switch that re-release, and they did a great job. It looks really pretty, but just completely take it. it maybe give it like the Grandia three treatment in terms of a system and run it around, but still, you know, keep it turn-based and keep it beautiful. And, uh, those stories demand to be told again. And, and I, they're short, they're on the shorter side. So I can definitely see a package deal with the same, with the two of them again into one game. Yeah. And I mean, that would be fine with me. <laughs> I'm all for yeah, that value. The price point. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's um, well, uh, unless it's seven, the original seven and eight on a on a switch disc, and that's a little too pricey for me. Well, yeah, you got to import that, don't you? No, they they came out with a a version here. Oh, did they do an American version? Yeah, okay, yeah, it's just I think it's like fifty or sixty bucks though. Yeah, Woo. yeah, which you can you can digitally them. Well, they're on sale now for like ten bucks each. So I was gonna say, yeah, I think as of today, yeah, that big sale started. Okay, what's your uh, what's your next one, sir? All right, so my next one was a flagship series for Sega, and has kind of fallen off. 
Well, I don't know if falling off is the word. It's falling off in America for sure, and that is Fantasy Star. Mm-hmm. I really, my first ever RPG growing up on the Sega Master System was Fantasy Star 1. Wow. Did I know what I was doing? No. Did I ever get past <laughs> mo- further than the, the first town? No. But I loved the the concept of the dungeons and the enemy sprites and all of this stuff. And, and as I got older, you know, I played through most of the first one and I've touched on the other ones, but it, they're hard to go back to because they are so hard mm. just due to the the time. You know, back then the, the games aren't super long, but they had to make games super hard back then. So like to make up for that. So it's a super grind, but if they were to take, you know, fantasy star, let's just use fantasy star one for an example, take that and remake it and really put you in the shoes of Alice and running around <clears throat> and you know, experiencing that whole story from a new perspective, like they did with uh, Trials of Mana, because you know you'd have to take the overhead two D, mm-hmm. move it into normal. But I would I would keep it turn based again, and I think being that it's not Square Enix that would be doing it, they would probably keep it turn based, which would be nice. You would think that they could do that. I it, that sounds like one of those ones that it's never going to happen because they're so fixated with the online stuff now. Yeah, I know it's, it's a, it's a pipe dream, but it would be cool just to be able to go back and revisit that memory in it. Almost like, you know, with the, what everybody's doing with seven right now, like mm. fantasy star would be that for me. I think there's as good a chance of that happening as Konami bring it back. Suganen. It's like none. <laughs> we can dream, brother. We can dream. We got to, cause that's all we got. Um, was it so I you said Sega and I can't did they make this game did you ever play Skies of Arcadia I did not but that is another name that I have read on many a list of JRPGs I need to play so it originally came out on Dreamcast I'm speaking out of turn I should probably know who made this one but then they finally did bring it onto the GameCube and that's where I played it and it's it's just such a unique uh, tale that you know. Obviously, there was no sequels for it. Um, a really unique pirate sky pirate game with a good turn based battle system, but then also had like the large scale airship battles between each other that were very strategic oh, as well. Nice. It was very nice and a very cool story. Um, obviously, sky pirates have been done before, but they weren't quite done this well. I think they kind of does the high bar for it. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's a game that has been largely forgotten just because there's never been anything more done to it, but the graphics were a little not good, (laughs) even by Dreamcast and GameCube standards. So I feel like that could be easily, uh, remade. Yeah. Yeah. That could be remedied very quickly. Yes. I thought those were the ones I kind of tried to, to point, to gravitate through that. They didn't look very good to begin with. They had a great story and battle system to break it, you know, to, to make it better, but something like that would be, I think, perfect for a, for a rebirth. But well, I mean, honestly, any of these games that we talk about has about a 1% chance of actually happening. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at my list like, Oh yeah, these are all pipe dreams. None of, them. <laughs> None of these are going to happen. <laughs> um, uh, well, okay. I will take a let me take another stab because I want to yeah, say one that I think actually may happen. 
And that's only because we've been hearing about this one for about as long as we have seven. And that's Legend of Dragoon. Dude, I almost put that on my list. I, I was so close to putting that on my list. I, I only did because, I, of course, I loved it, you know, back in the day. But Sony can do this. Like, they need a game like this to be redone and brought back out. People have been just screaming for this to happen for so long. And all we got, you know, was the PS1 re-release of it. Nothing more. It deserves yeah. it. It's so unique. Like, I think that's the thing. Like, I really want games that are more unique, not the same old, same old. Um, I think it would do well. Like, I mean, what better game to to bring out for, you know, PS5 is this. Okay, guys, <laughs> we are, we're finally listening and, and here you go, you know. Oh, I know. I know for sure that my, my buddy Dustin would soil his pants. Well, it'd be a system seller, which is what you need. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like, people would flip out they'd be like oh the ps5 comes with boom and then all of a sudden it's legend of jagood and they're just like what yeah well in no short uh you could easily say the same for seven and ps1 i mean i i was one of them i bought that system to play that game Uh, i was a nintendo guy up until that point so everything changed (laughs) with one game and it's 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 crazy how like certain games in a generation will come out and it's just like boom this game is the reason people are buying this whole entire system it's it's a little cuz at the time i think and, the playstation was 300 bucks something like that which was a lot of money back in the day um but yeah that's yeah. it is funny yeah i'll never forget was it that uh the e3 thing where sega came out and said their system was going to be like 499 or something like that and the guy from sony just came out walked up the microphone and went Two ninety nine, and then just dropped his papers and walked off. <laughs> That's the original mic drop, right? Just done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And you just killed your entire franchise with that. And yeah. we'll, we'll take over now. Thank you. <laughs> um. So one that I'll throw out that has it's been remastered, but has not been remade, mm-hmm. and that is Star Ocean One and Two. Ooh, that'd be nice. Like the first Star Ocean, I have it on Switch. That remake that they or the remaster that they just released, uh-huh. and it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. But more so, like you know, the the remasters that they did on PSP, which I think the Switch version is just like an upscaled port of the PSP. I think you're right. But if they were to take specifically Star Ocean Two and redo that game in you know uh, remake or travels of mana style good lord because of how many endings there are in that game <laughs> i can't imagine how big a game file that would be but it would so be worth it because of all the interactions now granted i have played all, all, almost all the star oceans okay no i have i'm sorry I'm, I'm doing math in my head i have played all the star oceans and the most recent one the integrity and faithlessness faithfulness it looks really pretty <laughs> but it just kind of it, it, that's kind of all it had going for it it, yeah. it fell short and i was like man i don't know this is not the way star ocean needs to be ended you know do not end this series on this note please for goodness sakes like end on a good note <laughs> like i've liked this series for so long i, I would feel, really just I feel you. love to see them 
not destroy it with that game. What if they just took that engine and made Star Ocean Two? Would that that seems like... I would be perfectly I'd be perfectly happy with that because the engine itself was not bad. It was just more so the story and the fact that it's called Star Ocean and you never leave the planet. That was by far the biggest dumb thing ever they did with that game. Like, I'm the super minority. I like that game. But I completely realized that it was not what it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and maybe, you know, maybe I need to go back and play it again now that I have separated it, that it's kind of a different game than what I was going into thinking it was. Right. And maybe I'll enjoy it a little more. I think that they just would have done a couple planets. I mean, I think that would have completely changed everybody's opinion of it and like what to expect from a Star Ocean game. Because that's what yeah. sets it apart. That's its draw. <laughs> and they didn't even do that. Yeah. Like I went back and, and I just played the 4K version of Part Four, and it is. I really enjoyed it, and I was like, "Oh, that's all the stuff they should." Why was this not in Five? It's making sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, and one more I'll throw at you real quick, sure. Because then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna let you do, and then I'm gonna hit my honorable mentions before okay. I hit my last one. But um, I think e- some of the early Ease games could benefit from being remade in the Ease Eight engine, or however they did Ease Eight, because Ease Eight is so good. Mm-hmm. It is so good, and the older Ease games are really good too. Like, don't get me wrong, their gameplay and combat has all aged uh, spectacularly. But some of them just kind of fall by the wayside on the graphical end of it. And I think if they were to take those games and polish them up, make them look like Ease 8 did, then a lot more people would get into the Ease series since it's kind of been an underlying, kind of low-laying JRPG series, at least over here in America. I think that's their own fault, though. Like... You, you, well, yeah, I mean, for one, they have a name you can't pronounce unless you know how to pronounce it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, I just learned how to say it a few years ago. And growing up, I saw one game. I never even knew what it was. I've never seen it before. And so, yeah. yeah I had <laughs> never seen one until 8. Wow. Yeah. And then I played 8, and I was like, oh, this, this game is really good. And I went back, and I got a couple of the older ones on Steam. And... I haven't played really those yet. I've messed around with them, which is how I know about their graphical things and everything. But like uh, Othenfel Ghana, um, Ark of Nephishtim, which mm-hmm. is, that is such a weird word to say, Nephishtim. <laughs> you did better than I would have. <laughs> um, th- those games are really good. And I feel like if they got ported into, you know, easy style, that it, maybe that series would take off a little more here. I, I, I don't know. Though. Didn't they bring <clears throat> Origins like onto smartphones and stuff and it, it, I don't think it looked I, like it worked I believe so I believe so which is weird I don't, you know I, I haven't read very many good reviews about Origins anyway um, people say or was it Origins it might have been I don't know I'm drawing I'm drawing a blank now that I'm trying to sit here and think about it but I know one of the games that came out they were like uh, why'd you do this <laughs> which doesn't give me hope for remakes at all but you know no well, of course, I mean, even I, with your beloved 8, I mean, that was completely botched at the beginning. So, This they, is true. I mean, they've got, maybe, I, I, I feel like that's why they've taken so long with 9, is they can't afford to mess it up again. 
No, they really can't. They really can't. I think that would be a serious blow to their financial area. <laughs> it, it could be a fatal blow. They might not bring them out anymore over here. So I don't. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, that would be. I, I feel like they could do that with a lot of of game series that have got that many entries in it. Just kind of go back and, and redo them right. A fresh audience mm-hmm. to experience it. Uh, well, oddly enough, the only one that you really mentioned that I had on my list was Persona Two. Um, I'll kind of I'll go through a couple of these a little quickly. This one is, um, I feel like they could remake it, but they'd have to put some time into it and make it done right. Something like Chrono Cross. Um. Oh man. <laughs> I dude. Okay, so I was gonna put Chrono Cross on the list, and I was like. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I was like, I don't know how well that would be. It could be uh, done right, honest, obviously. Um, like you don't touch Chrono Trigger. That's fine. That's a Super Nintendo. It actually still looks beautiful. But Cross, yeah, yeah, Chrono, Chrono Trigger is the one that you don't. That's another one. Yeah, you don't touch it. Don't touch that. But I just feel like Cross was another one of those PS One games that tried to do so much that it at times didn't look very pretty, even though it was pretty. If that makes sense, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was struggling to achieve so much that it didn't achieve anything really. Like, yeah, and fully, I, I feel like if, and I'd still keep it turn based, but just uh, completely go back and redo all those backgrounds and characters, and it could. I feel like it could be done right and kind of. I feel like it got a bad rap for some reason because I really enjoyed the game, but obviously it didn't rise to the level of Trigger, so. I don't know. I've I've actually went back and tried to play it on the on the Vita here fairly recently and it it still holds up pretty well. It looks good on the small screen, but it was one of those games that I feel like it suffered from having too many characters and not enough really good ones if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I I've heard that over the years. I've I've never I've actually never played Chrono Cross, but Okay. I I have heard that it kind of tried to bite off more than it could chew in more ways than one. It's got a weird battle system in terms of like your standard attacks. You that's really hard to explain. Like you can do you don't just attack once like you you could do like let's say like five light attacks or you could do like a light and a strong a medium and then or like a strong and they have different degrees chances of hitting or or how much damage they'll do. And even to this day I don't understand it. <laughs> Like I have no yeah, idea. That, that sounds very strange to me. <laughs> I probably did a terrible job of describing that, but that's the best way I can remember is just, okay, I think this will work. So let me start hitting some buttons and I beat it. So obviously <laughs> something worked, but um, I feel like that would be, that'd be a good one. Now, another one on my list that is on nobody else's list is uh, Legend of Agaia. Are you familiar with this one? That's that's a name that I've read, and I, I've never played it. It's the one that kind of had the fighting system turn-based to it, and you, you'd you input directional attacks, and if so many of them, they would go into a combo. Um, people hate on this really, game, yes. but it's one of those ones, like, it's it was special to me, and I don't know why, but I just enjoyed it well, so it, much. It sounds unique. You know, that sounds like a very unique fighting style, so I can see why you would like it. Like, it's different. It's it's very... It had a pretty good story that was pretty unique. Um, yeah, just... Uh, I might look it up sometime, but that, there was a sequel uh, 
The, the thing that just called it Legaia 2, though, for PS2, um, that I didn't care for as much as the original. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those ones that's not going to be in a lot of people's list, but um, that's mine. So that was all your JRPGs that you had? Well, I have one, one more JRPG. Okay, go for it. And it is Tales of Fantasia. There you go. So we're we're on the same same wavelength. Go. <laughs> I'm just I'm like you know all all the Tales games I've played. I've never beaten a Tales game. I'm really bad about playing games and not beating them. But I've played Berseria and I've played Vesperia. Okay. And I really like them both. Because um, they're, they're phenomenal they're battle systems. <laughs> yeah, their their battle systems and stuff are so fun. And I've played some of Fantasia. There's a uh, fan-translated ROM hack out there floating around, and I've played it over the years. And it seems like a really fun game, but I would love to see it brought up into today's standard to be like, hey, this is where we started, but this is what we could do with it now. I completely agree. So I did hear you correct that you've never actually beaten a Tales game. Is that what you said? No, I've never beaten a Tales game. I would not have admitted that on a, on a podcast, but there you go. <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. Like, there's, I have this I have this serious problem with if I'm really enjoying a story in a game, I will fall off of it and not finish it because I don't want it to end. I, like, okay, I, I can appreciate that. It's, it's, it's dumb, I know, but like all these years, I've never seen the final credits to Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah, I know. I've made it to the final boss, but I've never beat her. Just don't want it to end. Don't want it to end, man. I don't know what it is about it. That's that's different. I've not heard that one before, but I understand it. But <laughs> it is it is on my things to do to uh, stop doing that and start beating games. So eventually, you got to stop doing that. I would definitely uh-huh. recommend because, like, particularly like Berseria, because the ending of that kind of wraps up um, it and the game before it not that you played that one but um i i uh, it was zisteria zisteria uh zisteria isn't that the one before Basaria? it is and man i did not like that one but, no <laughs> no just it tried so hard to be likable and then just kept on kicking itself and making you not like it more uh. and more they they changed the tales battle system in some ways that were not well received in my mind. The characters were kind of ho hum. Um, yeah, there's that's a whole that's a I could do another podcast about why I don't like that game, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do that one day. Just just hate on games, <laughs> yeah. just games we can't stand. We just <laughs> that would be a good one. Uh, but I feel you. I was I was actually going to say Fantasia and then Destiny one and two. Um, just redo all those PS one ones. It, for for nothing else, I didn't play any of those. So I get in on Symphonia on the GameCube was my first one. And I've heard nothing but people say like, oh man, like Destiny 1 and 2, are, uh, those are so good. Like you've got to go back and play those. And I don't have a couple hundred dollars to go and get them. You know, <laughs> they're, cr- yeah, yeah. they're crazy expensive. I don't know. If, I guess they're probably on, are they on Steam or... Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I know that recently they released uh, Symphonia on Steam, and I picked mm-hmm. that up. 
but I I haven't seen the earlier ones now. <laughs> Symphonia is such is so funny. Like it has such a great place in my heart, but then you go back and play it, and it's so slow. Like it. <laughs> it seems like a very slow yeah i i can imagine but uh i had you know, never playing it originally on the gamecube so like when i loaded it up on steam and i was playing it and i'm like oh man this game's cutesy and fun and pretty mm-hmm. but oh I, I just it just seemed like a slog at first it is but it's not its fault like at the time <laughs> it was great you know it was yeah. perfectly balanced it's just each game has gotten faster and faster and faster. <laughs> so you can't go back and play that one. Um, it just doesn't, <laughs> it just doesn't work, but you definitely want to finish uh, Vesperia, which I just got to play for the first time when it got re-released, man, that game is so good. That's what they need to be. I, yeah, I, I have it on switch and my buddy, Nathan, uh, I had posted it on uh, Facebook when I had first gotten it. And he goes, Oh man, I lost 350 hours of my life to that game. Have fun. Holy cow. Wow. And I was like, wow. That was one of those ones back in the day. I'm like, how in the world did this only come out on Xbox? How much money did they have to pay for this? You know? Yeah, that's, you know, the, the console specific RPG games are always weird to me. Well, I understand them if they're going to only want to come out on PlayStation because that makes financial sense. Why you want to come out on a system that's got like a hundred you know, there's like a hundred Xboxes in all of Japan. I don't know why you want to do oh, that. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that Microsoft over there is just like nothing. They're not even a thing. Like I don't even think you can even buy them. So. <laughs> I know. Um, I've seen videos with like Metal Jesus on uh, YouTube and stuff. That oh when yeah. He went over to. He went over to Japan. Dude, he was getting Xbox 360 games sealed for like ten bucks, twenty bucks. Oh, I mean, they probably just would have given it to you as you walked out the door if you bought something else. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's great. It's like, oh, this American guy. I'm sure he came over here for 360 stuff. Yeah, <laughs> which is all the well, um, on a different tangent. That's the whole reason why it's so weird with Fancy Star Online too. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I had to throw that um, out there. Do you want me to burn through my honorable mentions real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, we'll do a couple of those and we'll wrap this. Uh, uh, been a little bit long, but I've I've quite enjoyed it, so we'll keep on. Uh... Yeah, man, for sure. So okay, so just really quickly, um, honorable mentions that are not JRPGs. Um, Divinity Two: Eco Draconis was the first game I ever played, and at the ending, it has a twist that blew my mind. Um, the the quirk about this game is that eventually you can turn into a dragon, so like you can just run and jump oh. off a cliff and hit a button, and your do- your dude does a flip, and you turn into a dragon, and you can just start flying around. It's, it's a fun game. It was for uh, Xbox 360 and PC, so it's on Steam and stuff. Um, Crazy. Okay. Next series is the... I don't know if you've ever heard of the series Gothic. Uh-uh. There's a PC PC gaming series. No. So there's there's Gothic 1, 2, and 3, and then they turned into, I think, the series Risen. or some, I don't know. They It turned into something else, but Gothic was the first game that I remember that when you loaded in, you know, you're like a prisoner on an island and you were not the hero. Oh. Like if you pick up a sword and go try to fight somebody, they're going to kill you. Like you have to actually earn your way up to being the hero. Wow. It, it, it is unforgiving and brutally hard, but it rewards you for putting in that effort. That sounds pretty cool. Um, next up, Siphon Filter. That's awesome, man. I was going to say that. Heck yeah. 
<laughs> me and my dad played that game so much when I was a kid. Siphon Filter was so good. Gabe Logan, bring him back. He deserves it. Did you play all like three of them? Was that? I know there's. No, two... I think there's four. I didn't play the PSP think... one, but I definitely played one and two. There was one and two on PS One, and I think there was a third one on PlayStation One, and then there was PS Two Omega Strain. Okay. I pl- I know I I owned one and two, but my memories are of one. See, that's all I can really remember. But just how much I loved those games. Yes, and please, if you do it, whoever made that game, if you remake it, please leave in being able to tase people till they catch on fire. That's the only point. I don't want that if it's not in. <laughs> Seriously, exactly. Um, two, two more to touch on before I jump onto this last one that I have. Um, Jack and Daxter would be cool. That would be awesome. Do a, um, Legacy of Kane. Soul Reaver. Oh, be, man. Soul Reaver, yeah. Would be cool to have nowadays and go in and play it. Um, so my final honorable mention, and if you know me on Facebook, these won't be a surprise either. Um, Elder Scrolls, Daggerfall, Morrowind, <laughs> and Oblivion. You're not the only one that really I like those, no. And I, I have to throw out that Daggerfall would be cool because the map of Daggerfall is the size of actual Great Britain. Oh, wow. Like, they said to travel from one side of the map to the other side of the map takes an actual week. That's kind of insane. Yeah, it's and, but it's a lot. A lot of it is uh, procedurally generated back then, but it's like it doesn't generate. It's set to generate, but it doesn't generate until you're walking there. Okay. So it's like towns might move a little bit, but it's all in the general area, but it's not there until you're walking to it. Well, that makes sense. There's no way they could load that much at once. No, yeah, no, especially not back then. No. You know, we're talking, this was a DOS game, I think, you know, or maybe not too long after DOS. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. I would say they'd they'd probably be open to that idea. Um, Those are cash cows for them, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we we're, we made Daggerfall, and you can go to Skyrim in it. Okay, done. Here's oh, my money. Done. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally to wrap up, I just want to say that you know we had the the couple that we don't think people should touch, and we agreed that Final Fantasy VI is on there. Uh-huh. Chrono Trigger is on there. Yes. And I'm going to throw one on there that I only played recently, but it stole my heart, and that is Trails in the Sky. Oh. Yeah. I I would hate to see them touch that because of I don't know there's something about the graphics in that game that warmed my heart. It's quaint. I don't know what it is, but when I load that game up, I just smile until I turn it off. You know, you you got me to at least start it on uh, on Steam, which is I'm still kind of new to all that, and I was playing on my laptop, and I only got a couple hours in before um, before a remake came out and stole my attention. Yeah, uh, same here with Royal, but I feel you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Like they did a great job and like all the little details are just would be, I think would be lost if you try to redone it. And yeah, I agree. I would be, I'd be cautious because they they just did it with Crossbell. So I feel like sky is going to be next. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm sure it's coming, but well, and I, I can only hope that if they do it, that they can maintain that quaintness and that, connection that i feel with it from what i could if that makes any sense yeah and from what i could see the crossbow games do that they just kind of made it all pretty and, and you know gave your characters you know some 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 bits of graphics that are are due on a ps4 yeah. and they but they have said something to the effect of 
all the Legend of Heroes games are available on PS4, you know, do you want them all to be that way? You know, because you've went back and you've done all the Cold Steels, and now you know Crossbow's coming. So I have now. Are they have they uh, said anything about translation for Crossbow? That's it. They haven't a hundred percent confirmed it, but the the way they're remaking these, I can I can almost put money on that they're coming. I would. When are they coming? I don't know, but who knows? knows? And I I think Sky is going to be, it's going to get the next treatment of at least getting uh, the three of them onto a collection of some sort. Which wouldn't be bad because you can't even play part three on, on Vita. So I feel like it's, it's needed. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I know part three is on steam, but that doesn't help everybody. It doesn't. That's so weird. Why you put the first two and not the third one out there. Yeah, it's very odd. I've never, I never quite understand that. Well, I think you kind of hit on the on the, any ones I would have have said, so we can uh, we can wrap put a bow on this thing. Uh. <laughs> All right, put a bow on possibly the longest JRPG report episode ever. Uh, we pretty much doubled the longest one, so that's good. <laughs> but I mean, we had a lot of things to talk about, and I think it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Dalton, thank you Absolutely. so much for coming on. Anytime, man. Anytime. I'm always here to talk games with you. I may take you up on that offer, but uh, <laughs> all right, guys, let's wrap up uh, this Sunday special. I hope you have enjoyed it. Don't forget to, uh, Don, you want to throw your, uh, where people can get a hold of you or, or can send you nice messages and stuff. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Dalton Suter. Uh, it's S U T E R. And I'm on there talking about games and things pretty much all the time. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, that is at SuperNerdDalton. And that's pretty much where you can find me. Is that I have a couple YouTube channels, um, which you can just search Savage Gawker Gaming, and you'll find me. Is that what it says on your uh, driver's license, Super Nerd Dalton? I wish. <laughs> I wish that would be really cool. That would be awesome. Definitely. You can uh, definitely go check out Dalton on Facebook. You do. Uh, are you still doing your music and doing the covers and stuff on there? Yeah, man. Um, I haven't been in the past couple of weeks just because things have been crazy, but yeah, I do, I do like to go live and play guitar and, and do vocals. And if you like, you know, growls and screams and things like that, you know, I got you there. So <laughs> we, we would definitely uh, check that out. Thank you so much, dude. And, uh, We will definitely be talking to you here real soon. Yeah, man. You guys all have a great day. Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys, for listening in yet again. We'll be back with our regular podcast on Wednesday with all the news of the week and next Sunday with another special Sunday special. Thank you so much. We will talk to you guys here real soon. But don't forget, get back out there and level up.